We are with Mr. Gary Bieber. I'm just saying that because he told me not to call him Mr. Bieber, but I'm with Mr. Gary Bieber. Uh, Savior of Code, Coney Island is the short film. It's 10 minutes. It's a really interesting film. It's about the kind of like Dick Zygon, who kind of was the honorary mayor of Coney Island, but it's really about kind of like how this, this, this place in Brooklyn, which I've been to, I lived in Brooklyn, was amazing like when I went in the 90s but it was kind of like on life support in the 70s and this guy kind of regenerated brought the economy back in and kind of like saved Coney Island I guess right yes exactly his name is Dick Zygan Zygan what did I say Zygan yeah that's all right I said it too um, <laughs> when I you know when I first met this guy back in 2005 I I am a photographer and I was taking pictures at Coney Island and I was actually doing a show with a woman who was a she was a poet and she wrote a poem about Coney Island and we were trying to work that out together where she would write uh, poetry and I would do artwork about Coney Island so I went up to the freak show and started picture taking pictures mm -hmm. and the scary guy came out and gave me hell and said no pictures and that, that was how I met Dick Ziggin. Okay, so that was in 2005? Yeah, 2005. Okay, and, so uh, when did you decide to, like, how did the, when did the idea pop in your brain to make a movie, like a short film about, about this gentleman? Well, I didn't, I, what was happening was I was making a short film about Insectivora, the fire eater the famous fire eater of the Coney Island Circus Sideshow. Okay. I was also making a movie at the same time of a gentleman named Scott Baker. And the name of that film was called Bally Master. And uh, Scott Baker was the guy who stood outside of the freak show and he would get people to come in with his banter. And he would do things like drive a nail up his nose. And that was to get people to come in. So Dick was in both he kindly agreed to let me film him for both of those movies as an interview and then we had i don't know 20 minutes to kill and i had heard about um lily santangeli or santangelo and mm -hmm. um, santangeli and she owned a wax museum and i had heard all about that and i asked dick about that I thought, let's, let's do a little interview with Dick because you never know. Maybe I can use it someday. And then Dick went into um, how he... Dick is the gentleman who created the Mermaid Parade. And he also brought burlesque back to uh, Coney Island when there was no burlesque. Mm -hmm. All it was was uh, at the time were like gentlemen's clubs. But he brought a real burlesque show back to Coney Island. And so Dick kindly let me interview him and I found out more about him and I found out uh, how he started Coney Island USA at mm -hmm. the Wax Museum. And um, so I... So he was an know, interview subject of, of a documentary you were making. And then yeah. so he was so intriguing when you interviewed him. He's like, oh, this should be, we should make a movie about him as well, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had about 30 minutes of him and it was nonstop. It was one take. And um, I, uh, you know, I'm getting older now and I've been going through all my archives and I found that and I thought, you know, 
damn, I ought to make, he's an interesting guy. I ought to make a little short film about him. So I, I did, I used that footage. That was uh, earlier this year, 2022. And um, I also got a lot of good footage from people who were around at that time and also from Getty Images. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's how I put that together. Oh, wow. So then, so yeah, like I said, it's like the, the thematic is really about like, about this area kind of like, if it wasn't for Dick, it kind of like the narrative that you made is that this, this Coney Island would cease to exist, I guess, right? He had, he brought the, he, the, the economy in the area need to be redone, I guess. Some, like it need, it need to get some, it need to be like, it need to be over, some old areas need to be overdone and then new kind of like enterprises, like you said, like the Mermaid Parade and the Coney Island Circus Show, to kind of bring people to the, to, to, to back to Coney Island, I guess, right? Oh, uh, what would have happened were people like Trump's father, he was a big <laughs> real estate guy. Yeah. And he wanted to buy up all that Coney Island. Fred Trump. Fred Trump, amusement yeah. property, and build condos there. Sure. And, um, Dick was a guy who didn't want to let that happen. Dick was a guy who saw that, you know, it could be possible to bring Coney Island back again as a major amusement center. Yeah. Well, because it has a subway, right? Like it, like it changes. Yeah, yeah, the subway stops right there. At People Island. can go there. It's like, and it's also like in, in Manhattan and in New York City in general, it's so congested with like buildings and it's busy. So, so it's almost like this area needs a park like that, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, historically, that's where everybody went. You know, some of the pictures that are in that film are from Ouija, taken by Ouija. And Ouija would go out there and take pictures of Coney Island for the newspapers. Yeah. So like, okay, so then when did, because this is kind of a big, uh, you could have made, you could have made this like a big kind of film, right? Where you talk about, like you said, Fred Trump, real estate, about kind of like keeping, you know, traditions alive, I guess, right? There's like so many things that... If I I can uh, make some money off this film... Yeah, uh, or from something else. I would very much like to go back and do just that. Yeah, exactly. Because there's like, because you're opening, you kind of, it's almost like a proof of concept. It's almost like a teaser to, not that this film is not a beginning of an all then perfect film. <laughs> it's just that you're you're setting up kind of like interesting themes, I guess, right? Interesting stories about New York City in general, I guess, right? Well, I have, you know, I have these other films too, like Dirty Martini and The New Burlesque, which is a feature film. Yeah, and uh, that was shot around 2009, and that had a lot a lot to do with Coney Island as well because yeah. they they had actually brought burlesque back. I'm so you can watch just so that people know they can watch it. Filmsbygarybieber.com. You can yeah. you can you can kind of rent the movies and people can watch them as well, right? Exactly, exact them all. Yeah, because your movie Dirty Martini, uh, you said you made it in 2009. That that's a little bit ahead. It's time because it's almost like the perfect movie for where we are as a society right now about like kind of burlesque shows about like about you know what I mean like like that kind of that kind of community I guess right. Well, when uh, Dirty Martini started out, there wasn't much in the way of old time real burlesque. It was mostly like porno. Yeah. I mean, that's what it had degenerated into. And performers like Dirty 
and Bambi the mermaid, who has also also helped start burlesque at the beach in Coney Island. Mm. And uh, they really brought back a lot of things. And I think Dick Ziggin really deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, well, I guess you you pointed out in the film as well, right? Like he, it's just like one of those, it's like those certain people, right? Like it's sort of like, Brooklyn's an interesting city because it's like, because it because if you look at the tradition, they lost the Dodgers. I don't like, I'm, I'm yeah. sure you're aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're in Los Angeles now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like, and so there's like, they're known for the like Coney Island. So it's like, they, they, it's almost like they're ripping apart it's it's island i guess in a sense because it's like now it's so expensive to live there it's not like what it used to be right it's like it's like really it's a different vibe it's a different aura in, in brooklyn now but it still has coney island at least you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say it's yeah. like at least it has yeah. its yeah. tradition yeah. i guess right well uh there were people around who when they started to come up with the idea of redeveloping coney island and making it into what it was now there were people that were offended that every old ride that was falling apart would be replaced. And actually, back in 2005, when I started going there and taking pictures, man, you had to watch your back. I used to have uh, go out there with people that would, would watch my back. It was dangerous back then. Yeah, and you point out in the film too, right? Like there's uh, yeah. like there's 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 criminal behavior, I guess, in the in the in the area, right? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, but I just, you know, I, I love the history of Coney Island. I mean, there were so many famous artists, uh, vaudeville artists, people even like Charlie Chaplin, who performed there, mm -hmm. and Houdini. So, I mean, there's a real, I feel like if you, who, to all you folks out there, if you ever get to New York, yeah. You might want to make a stop out at Coney Island. It's, it's a simple subway ride, right? This this yeah. go, go yeah. south on the blue line or whatever they call yeah. it now. Uh, You'll end up there. I haven't actually been there in quite some time since <laughs> before COVID. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's, you know, they still have a live freak show there. And uh, it's just, I just think it's a fascinating place to go to and of course it's known for this the, the roller coaster right so which has been shown in many films right like it's oh, a very, yeah. yeah 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 like woody yeah. allen's films I, I know like mrs Maisel just did a whole episode on coney island too like uh this year as well right so yeah 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 so it's really come back it's really family friendly now <coughs> and there's still some of what it was there as well yeah. No, no, it's it's a it's a mixture of like modern. It's modernized itself. It's family friendly, but it's also the traditions are still there. I guess, right? Well, they also built that uh, um, baseball uh, minor league baseball team, right? Yeah, they have the baseball team there now too. That's all uh, Giuliani. Like I, I'm sure we have lots to say about him, but he it wasn't for Giuliani that baseball team wouldn't be there, right? I. I don't recall. Yeah, I no, I just remember because he's a huge fan and it was like a big deal back in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. It was one of his last things he wanted to do as a mayor is to bring minor league baseball to Brooklyn. So, yeah. So even so, the bad people do good things. I'm assuming, you, you know, you're... you know, they have a film festival there, too. Yeah, yeah. In exactly. and, uh, I, that was a fun festival to go to because 
you can go to the old bumper car ride and ride that and the and they gave you passes to go on all the old oh rides. that's so cool like yeah. yeah that was in Annie hall too right they did the bumper cars in Annie hall yeah and the uh in the in my film at the beginning uh in the opening sequence you can hear the sound of saying bump 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 your ass off that's what they're playing from the um you do that bumper. now <laughs> yeah I, they probably still do that now i don't you know well, there were a lot of old things there that were very cool like old candy shops where you could get the saltwater taffy yeah. and uh just uh if you like history that's a good place to go and to live a little history it's a good place to go well, you just jumped on to on it too what i was going to talk about too like if you like food there's all kinds of like well, there's Nathan's hot, dogs. And hot dogs, Nathan, right? Nathan's, Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah, Nathan's hot dogs. Nathan's hot dogs started out, and that's where they do the big hot dog eating contest. I was going to ask you about that. Did he? When did that? How long has that been around for the hot dog eating contest? I know they do oh, it on God. ESPN every Fourth of July. Oh God, that's been around for a long time. Real it's kind long. of disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it brings people there. I guess it, it does. Brings- it's. I think it's huge. It's like almost like I know because they, they, every Fourth of July they show it on ESPN, and it's like yeah. it's like a hundred thousand yeah. people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it brings a bit of business. Sure. On the island. Yeah, it's just kind of weird watching like people dip dip hot dogs in water and, and munch them down, right? I think they they dip. Yeah, it is kind of weird. <laughs> I, you know, with the Mermaid Parade, I was a judge one year for the Mermaid Parade, and that was a trip. I should have filmed that. Yeah, you should have, yeah. But tell me about the poster, because the poster is like, it's like him and with two girls in, I guess, you know, like not bikini attire, but like back in that era, they were pretty. Well, that, what that was, was an antique. That was one of the first things that Dick had something to do with. They brought about an antique bathing suit contest, and that's what that was from. Yeah, gotcha. And, and Dick does things too, like every year at the opening of the the season, the, he goes into the ocean with a giant key to the city. He's the honorary mayor of Coney Island. Yeah, well, he is right. That's sort of what the movie is about, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, it's like you said, like all the famous people, like I'm sure like if you, like I said, you get some money, you can interview so many famous people, they'll they'll talk your ear off about Coney Island, right? Well, I, I'm i more interested in the people that are still left. Yeah. Who, uh, who, who, whose family, who some of those rides, some of those attractions were in their family for many years and they're mm-hmm. still running it or somebody from the family is still running it. How does that work then? So like, this, so no, there's not one entity who owns Cody Island? Like you're saying that there's uh, like people, uh, one person owns the bumper cars, one person owns the yes, real coaster? That's exactly. so interesting. And, and it's uh, families that, that ran those and that still own some of those things. Isn't that the coolest thing in the world though? Like yeah, that's like, the when you ever, there's nowhere else in the world that, that probably exists. It's just a fascinating place. I liked it back in the day when everything was falling apart and there were all these really old rides there. And um, I did, you know, I started out, I went, well, what happened was I was in, I was in the uh, digital 
when it started. And um, I, I was in Diva Art Fair, digital and video art fair in New York City. It was at the Javits Center. And this was a long time ago. And um, I had di digital photography in it. And, but all these, there were all these artists who bought these early digital cameras, the first ones that, that the public could buy. And they were making all these little, like two or three minute movies. And um, I, I just thought that was fascinating because all it is really is like a series of still photographs. Yeah. It was more so with those cameras. And what I did was I went out there and I started um, uh, doing all these old rides, like filming all these old rides and I called it happy ride. Yeah, and, gotcha. And then uh, the thing about it was uh, galleries were showing these little films and selling these films. And uh, I actually sold through a gallery that film to the Bass Museum in Miami. And, um, but you know, the thing about the films I was making, it got more, I just was more and more interested in documentary. Mm -hmm. And the galleries didn't really want it, but the film festivals did. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah, like I said, people can go like you have like all these like body of work that you've made like of all your films film list and uh, people can can rent all your films and and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just it's just like yeah, you can get sucked into into your world of uh, documentary film. What did you like this one point out too is that the people like this film is getting into all the festivals it's playing everywhere correct like you're you're being it's a very <laughs> successful film it's played in Germany, France. Italy, right? Like UK, obviously the yeah. United States and Los Angeles. It's played Sweden, right? It's uh, yeah. played all over. Yeah. It's played all over the all over the world. Well, I guess people relate to Coney Island. Well, I guess they, but at the same time, I guess they relate to like stories like this, like human. And then, stories. Uh, and then another thing is, uh, what I try to do is I try to make my films entertaining. Well, yeah, that would be key, right? To yeah, because I mean, I I went to I remember when I was starting out, I went to the Coney Island Film Festival, and there was a guy there that did this long film about the circus, and I thought that would be cool to watch it, and I might learn something. It was like two hours, but it was so boring. Yeah, and I made it for himself, and. Um, I was the only one, and the and the filmmaker were the only one left at the end of the film. So, <laughs> well, so from, from that, I really learned: don't do it for myself. Do it somewhat for myself, but do it course. for the audience. Well, make of course, people, that's how you make, make movies. People right? smile. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that goes without saying. It's like that's storytelling in a nutshell. You're 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 giving your film to to the world. You're not. It's not about your own. It's not masturbatory, right? I can see them coming a mile away when I, because I obviously see a lot of films. It's like you can see that the, there's there's a narcissistic element to 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 the making of this film, and it's like nobody wants to see that, right? No, well, I think show it to anybody out there that's an aspiring filmmaker. Yeah. Show it to your friends before you put it out there, and get you know don't be afraid to take criticism and also don't be afraid to screw up yeah you know because that's how you learn well that's how uh, every like that's how they do it in most places where in terms of like like uh features it's like you got to give it to an audience and give them the to take a look at it and kind of hear what they 
what they see with it before you finish the film, right? Because you, sometimes even you know, because when you're making a film, it's like you have you have you lose perspective, right? Because you get too close to it. Well, um, I think I've gotten to a point. Look, I'm not a great filmmaker. Uh, I'm I'm more of an artist who's making films, uh, and I'm I'm never going to be a Steven Spielberg or anything like that. But I think I've come to the point where I I kind of know that people will find it interesting. Yeah. So that I've gotten to the point where if I like it, other people like sure. it. Sure. Yeah. But that didn't happen overnight. So on that point, what did you think about our audience uh, talking about your film and the audience feedback video? I thought that was incredible. In fact, I want to, we'll talk about that later, but I'd like to put that out there. Of course, that's what it's, that's what maybe, it's for. Maybe right? even add it to the trailer. Because that, that was, you know, that, that right there makes it worth doing a film. Cool. Then they, yeah, they got your film. Reaction. You got but they, the people to like. Uh, they seem to really like your film. So that may, that's, that's even better to me than money. Although money is good, send me money. <laughs> send but, me money. Uh, uh, that's just. I love that. That really made my day, or made my made my lifetime. Wow, that was fantastic. Oh, good. I'm mean, so good to hear. Cause yeah, like I said, it was, well, it was people. It was easy for people to talk about because they. It's a good film. People really liked it a lot. So, so I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I so, did very nice. And I. What thank are you, you. So, what are you doing now? Are you making another film, or what's your? Yeah, yeah. In fact, what I'm doing, I'm uh, I'm making um, some some experimental films okay. that are what funny, and maybe we'll hit you up next year. Uh, right, well, we're always here because we uh, we're doing um, I'm doing a whole series of these films and then I've done I've done some other films that I'm still within the last few years and during COVID like I did a film called um, Michael Malone and the uh, or the uh, Michael Malone the story of an organic farmer and this guy is a real super character and um an old older guy and all about his organic farming and the guy's funny and it's quite a story then i have another film which has been in a lot of film festivals and i'm still promoting it called emily's do and it's about a young woman who every month she has a different uh painting painting on painted on the back she has her head shaved there's still hair there but shaved and she has a different painting painted on the back of her head every month and so it's about her story and um i do a sequence of how they do a do and uh so i'm just like really into it how come i haven't seen that movie yet i gotta did see we, that movie did we not send it to you i don't know maybe you did well we can i can see but uh yeah it sounds like a fantastic film <laughs> so you're like you're it seems like your theme in your I mean film. that that's a, that's really insane. I've won I don't know like maybe 15 awards for that. Yeah, so like it does uh, well, so, I'll talk after this is over with. You think anybody's <laughs> listening to this or is it you and me? No, of course it's on we'll go on iTunes, we'll edit it and go on and go on <laughs> iTunes, of course, right? Uh yeah, just you and I. It's a vacuum. Um so there's a lot of podcasts like that, but we're very lucky that we, we're not one of those podcasts. 
but I was going to say that, but you're, it seems like your, your, your arc as a filmmaker is that you're, you make human interest stories. You make a film about unique individuals, I guess. Right. And, and, you know, what I try to do, I try to show their humanity. I could easily make a lot of these people look like freaks, but I don't. I, I try to show their, tell their story because I'm interested in people's stories. Yeah. That's what I'm most interested in. And I try to show them in a, in a good light and um, get their story out there. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what you do. Well, congratulations on this film. It's fantastic. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again when you keep making these films, I guess, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hassenbemp Incorporated.